You're listening to As I Wonder with Lauren Lanou. I am Lauren Lanou, and this is episode 10. Hope is a weird thing to try to explain, and yet we're told we should cling to it, even though we can barely define it. I'm learning that living life open-handed is, of course, letting go, but it's also staying open to hope and possibility, not necessarily clinging to any sliver of hope that we find. In today's episode called Why I'm Letting Go of Hope, we will talk about what hope means and why, instead of clinging to it, I'm learning to let go and let hope hold me. Oh, and I'll tell you my new word of the moment. Spoiler alert, it's hope. It sounds cliche, but I'm okay with it. Now anyway, more on that in a minute. And for these next few minutes, kick back, relax, and enjoy because you're home and I'm so happy that you're here. My word of the year has already changed. Yes, I know that it's only March, but I don't like to restrict myself to one word for the whole year. I prefer to have a word for the moment. I talked about this in another podcast episode, so I won't go into too many details about that here, but I will put it in the show notes. In that podcast episode, I shared with you that my word for the moment was radiate. And soon after recording that episode, I began to hear a gentle whisper from somewhere deep within me, and I'm learning to listen to this whisper. It typically has something important to show me or teach me, and as it turns out, it had something to say this time too. As I leaned into that whisper, I heard it say, hope. I tried to argue with it. Hope, really? Isn't it cliche to pick hope as a word of the year or a word for the moment? Hasn't it been misused and overused quite enough? Not to mention that the last few years have brought me nothing but loss and disappointment. Okay, that's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but sometimes it has felt that way. And sometimes my hope feels a bit worn thin. If that's something that can happen to hope, perhaps it needs a rest. Perhaps I do too because I can't bear holding on to hope for another second. Hope? No, thank you. But the whisper would not let go. Speaking of letting go, 2022 was a year of letting go for me. I went so far as to paste this phrase on my vision board for 2022, the year of letting go. My word of the moment was open hands, and I knew this meant in part learning to let go, and so I spent much of 2022 practicing just that. I let go of some identities that I had lost my true self in. I let go of some unhealthy beliefs. I let go of the constant need for approval. I let go of my need to control everything. I let go of my timeline because I'm learning that my pace is my pace. I let go of expectations and the pressure to meet or exceed those expectations. And I held in my hand an opportunity. But I somehow knew that this opportunity wouldn't allow me to live into my values. I'm learning that anything we do that doesn't align with our core values will only leave us miserable. And so I had to let go of the opportunity. And I tried to convince myself that it was an opportunity, not the opportunity. I told myself to stay open-handed, that letting go was part of the journey, and I needed to trust the journey. Towards the end of 2022, despite experiencing so much personal growth and despite having so much to celebrate, I felt lost. I felt alone. I felt apathetic. I felt hopeless. We were having such a difficult time of it, blow after blow, that my husband started half-jokingly saying that he had decided that the only way to survive life sometimes is to not have any wants or desires. That way, you're never disappointed. I hated hearing him say it, but deep inside, I felt it too. 
I was in full-on survival mode, which isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes we need to be in survival mode in order to, well, survive. But I felt like I had been there for too long. I tried to remain open-handed as my word for the moment had directed me to be, but what I felt more than anything was empty-handed. Where was hope in all this? I felt betrayed. And yet that whisper persisted. Hope. It's time to open yourself up to hope again. I recently rewatched an episode of Ted Lasso, and in this episode, they say several times, it's the hope that kills you. It's the hope that kills you. That phrase rolled around in my brain. It resonated deeply in that moment and gave me a good chuckle, but then I remembered that hope is also what keeps us alive. Maybe I've spent too much time reading fantasy novels, but hope is sometimes the only thing that keeps our favorite characters going through their darkest moments. And I've seen in my all-too-real life what happens when people lose all sense of hope. And then I thought about this poem that Emily Dickinson wrote about hope. The first stanza says, Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. It never stops singing. But that doesn't mean we hear it all the time. Remembering this poem made me lean in a little closer to that voice telling me to stay open to hope. Once again, that whisper taught me something. It showed me that perhaps living life open-handed is not just about letting go. It's also about remaining open to what may come, remaining open to possibility. It's about remaining open to hope, remaining open to it, not just clinging to any shred of it. That wouldn't be open-handed either. There's another stanza of that Emily Dickinson poem that says, I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. If hope never asks a crumb of me, why am I clinging so tightly to it? I've often heard people say, hold on to hope. I understand the sentiment, but sometimes we don't have the strength to hold on any longer. Too often, hope feels tangled up. It feels tangled up in pain, loss, grief, regret, should-haves, and should-have-beens. And in these moments, hope can become impossible to recognize and more impossible to grasp. And when the tiniest morsel of hope somehow falls into our laps, we guard it. We grip it tightly with all of our strength. But what about living life open-handed? Perhaps it's not the hope that kills us, but the gripping too tightly. What if instead of keeping that death grip on what we think of as hope— We instead chose to lean into it. No striving, no grasping or clinging, just leaning and resting. What would happen? What could happen? You've probably heard it said that hope is an anchor for the soul. If hope is an anchor, that means we don't have to cling to it. That's not how anchors work. If hope is an anchor, hope is the one holding us. Perhaps it's time to open our hands, even if it leaves us feeling empty-handed. Perhaps that empty-handedness is what will create space for hope and possibility to grow organically. And in the opening of our hands, in the loosening of our grip on hope, may we find that hope is actually what is holding us. The truest form of hope. The kind of hope that holds on even when we can no longer grasp it ourselves. Like an anchor within. Thank you for listening to episode 10 of As I Wonder with Lauren Lanou. It's my hope that you sense that anchor of hope within yourself today, holding you, not the other way around. Rest in hope today, friends. Good things are coming. 
You can read or listen to this along with more content on my website at laurenlanou.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-L-A-N-O-U-E, where you can also sign up for my free monthly newsletter. My newsletter subscribers got a second part to the story where I gave them five ways to balance hope and expectation. So if you're interested in getting that second part, connect with me on my website and I'll be sure that you get it. You can also find me on social media, on Instagram and TikTok, both at Lauren Lanou. Thank you so much for listening today and I can't wait to meet you here again soon. Until next time, rest easy and travel well. Here's to finding home wherever we make it. 